Organize Me Radio, Episode 4, Tidy Tips to Organize Your Kids. I'm Naima Ford-Goldson. Welcome to Organize Me Radio. I'm Naima Ford-Goldson. And this is Ethan Hassan Goldson. Ethan is my very special guest today. He is my oldest son, my very first baby. And we're going to learn about Tidy Tessa. She is the greatest author because she made this book. Aw, thank you, Ethan. That's so sweet. Ethan thinks I'm the best author because I made Tidy Tessa. Well, Ethan, what do you like most about Tidy Tessa? Tidy Tessa teaches you all about clutter. And it'll make you clean up. It'll make you clean up. So it's like a chain reaction in this book because when you mess your toys up, Uh you do it. And this is the information on this page. I'll read it. Okay, he's going to read. Once I arrive, I help tidy up so we can find what they are looking for. Sometimes they do not know where to start, so I teach them how to sort their items. Oh, okay, that was a nice voice that you just did there. Sorting is when you group things together. You can put toys with toys and books with books. Do you hear Ethan? Ethan just taught you guys how to sort. Okay, Ethan, tell everybody how you like to clean your room. I like to clean my room because I don't want it to be a very clump because there might get bugs and snakes in there. Just like Miss Oh my Mo- goodness. Just like Miss Moore said, if you if you mess up your desk, you will get bugs in them. Okay, well I don't know. I don't know if she meant snakes (laughs) in your desk, but there are a lot of people who live in a lot of clutter and they do have bugs in their house because their house is so messy. That's a little yucky, isn't it? Yep, it sure is. So Ethan, what do you know about donating? I know about donating is it's all about giving your toys to young children and they are... And they will be very happy about those things. So we like donating our things to places where the kids will actually get a chance to utilize the items. So we like to give to kids who maybe don't have toys, right? Or maybe don't have as many toys as you have because we don't need all of these toys. Yeah, because if their class... Remember, if you have a old toy, donate it to someone else. Right. And that's the same for clothes, too. When you outgrow your clothes, you can give them to a kid who maybe needs them. Or if you got a brother that grows up your size, you could give it to it. Just like my brother, Gavin. We save Ethan's clothes to hand down to Gavin. Then when Gavin grows out of the clothes, we donate them. 
why don't we talk about your chores? Ethan just started doing chores and he's collecting an allowance. Tell everybody what your chores are. My chores are to take out the trash, uh, check the mail, and pick up the toys for before bedtime. Okay, what do you think about your chores? Do you like doing your chores? I like picking up my toys because it's like about Tidy Tessa. So Tidy Tessa taught you how to put your toys away? Yeah. See, everyone, she is the author of this book. Mm -hmm. And all that came from the skills that I've learned as a professional organizer. So now I'm sharing it with parents so they can share it with their kids. Now I'm going to give you questions. How do you feel about cleaning up toys? Okay, well, cleaning up toys to me is actually very fun because it's really fun to sort through toys. You can put cars together. You can put the balls together. You can put Legos together. You can group the action figures together and you can just put them all in the same bin and then you'll always know where to find them when you want them. Did you clean up when you were young? How many times you did it? Well, I have a lot of brothers and sisters, so we made a mess a lot. So I cleaned up all the time. Do you have any more questions for me? Okay, so so you think Aunt Ariel your sister, your youngest sister of all, Aunt Ariel knows how to sort? Well, Aunt Ariel is a little messy, um, but she does know how to sort. Now, does she sort? Uh, I didn't see her do it. Yeah, I don't think she does. Which sibling do you think who's the best of cleaning up toys? I'd probably say Uncle Poppy. Okay, do you have any final questions? The final question is, if you were in a concert, will you clean up in a rush or clean up calm? If I was at a concert, would I clean up in a rush or clean up calm? Well, it depends. If I had to do it in a certain amount of time, then I'd be in a rush. But if not, I'd just be very calm and leisurely clean up. Would you clean up in a rush or would you clean up? being calm. I'll clean up being calm because clean up being makes well, it'll take time. It will take time. Cleaning up takes time and organizing takes time. Becoming organized takes time. And you guys just got some great wisdom from my eight-year-old first baby, Ethan Goldson. Thank you, Ethan, for being here today. Thank you. And let's bravo for mommy. The best mommy of all. Aw, thank you. I love you. Aw, shut. I am so excited to talk about organizing your kids. I am a mother. I have two little boys. Ethan is eight and Gavin is five. And when I became a mother, I didn't realize how disorganized my life would become just by being a mom. Now, all you moms out there, all you parents out there, if you're caring for a child, if you're an aunt, an uncle, if you have a child, in your presence, you know that little kids love to wreak havoc 
on your things. My husband, Eric, always talks about how we can't have nice things because we have kids. And I agree with him. I would say our style around our house as far as home decor is very minimal because we have two little boys. Now, I remember when Ethan became mobile. So once he started crawling, he was getting into everything. We had a bookshelf where we had not only books, but we also had decor pieces and pictures, things that were on display. Well, we had to take things off the bottom two shelves to make sure he didn't knock anything down. And then he started walking at nine months and it was just over from there. So it took me a while to figure out how on earth Am I going to stay organized when I have this little kid running around who keeps undoing everything that I've done? Well, I was able to figure it out. So stay tuned and I will tell you my tidy tips to organize your kids. But first, I want to tell you about a book that I wrote, and it's called Tidy Tessa. And she is a fairy who follows a gust of wind all around the world to locate children who need help navigating through their things. In the book, I basically give general tips on how to become organized. So any kid will be cleaning up after they read Tidy Tessa. I know it worked for Ethan. I'm sure it'll work for your kid as well. If you're interested in purchasing Tidy Tessa, you can go to amazon.com and search Tidy Tessa. The book is $10.99 or you can go to tidytessa.com. So I will be covering six topics for organizing your kids. Productivity, clothes, toys, books, artwork and pictures, and meal prep. So let's talk about productivity. I think the best thing you can do to start becoming organized is to create a to-do list. Keep a list for every task and every project. That way you won't forget exactly what needs to be done. You can save it to your phone or you can write it on paper. I'm not big into writing everything down these days. So I like to use Google Keep because I can use it in my phone or I can use it on the computer. And if you have a Gmail account, you have access to Google Keep. So with Google Keep, you can take notes or you can have a list that has checkboxes. If you write it on paper, just make sure you have a notebook or a notepad that is specifically dedicated to your to-do lists. Depending on your needs, you might need to write a list daily, weekly, or monthly. I typically stick to weekly list. I usually jot down my goals and what I need to accomplish and I make sure everything is put on the calendar. So anything I need to do, if, if I have to schedule an appointment, I'm gonna put call the doctor and schedule an appointment on my calendar so I don't forget to do that. So it might be something that you think is small, but adding it to the calendar or setting a reminder will definitely help you. If you don't keep a list for things that your kids have going on, it'll be so easy for things to slip through the crack. So this week for me, I have so many things that I have to do for my kids. 
I have to send out a sign-up sheet for Ethan's Christmas party. I have to make sure that I am there at his school on Friday for ornament making. Gavin has a Christmas party as well. And then Gavin also has a field trip. So all of these things are going on within the last two weeks of school before the holiday break. So I need to make sure I have a list of things so I don't lose my mind. Another good way to be productive is to prepare for the week. So on Sunday, lay out your kids' clothes. Decide what they're going to wear every day of the week. Also, discuss what will happen during the week with all family members. So let someone know if you have a meeting or if there are appointments or if there are activities scheduled. Make sure that everyone is on the same page. Now, I really like to use Google Calendar because my husband and I have a shared calendar. So whenever we have something that we schedule, we automatically upload it to our home plan calendar so we each know what's going on and it will help to not have conflicts in our schedules. Also, you want to prepare the night before. So if you pack your kids' lunches, do as much preparation as you can the night before. Make sure homework and projects are completed and keep backpacks near the door or someplace that's easily accessible for your children to get to. And then in the morning, you want to make sure you get off to a good start. So you know what? eat breakfast, and then discuss the agenda for the day. So discuss what is expected of your kids, what is expected for the day, what do they have to look forward to, whether it's discussing what you're gonna have for dinner or if there's an after-school activity that you need to attend. In the midst of all these things that we have to do, our lives are so busy, make an effort to spend time together with your family, whether that's sitting down and eating dinner or going on an outing. Create a general area for your paperwork. So I have this simple white magazine rack that I purchased from Ikea. It was about $13 and I have everyone's name labeled on each section. And with this, I like to sort my mail into these. And if the kids have permission slips or if they have a picture day form or something along those lines, I put it in that slot until it's ready to be sent back to school. Now, you can also get your kids in the habit of putting their things inside the slots and letting them know that, hey, this is yours. If you have something, if you need me to sign something, put it in here and I will check it and make sure it's signed and then put it in your backpack. The next section I am going to talk about are clothes. So I designed a custom closet for my boys and it is perfect for them at the moment. We have a section of hanging where they can both access it at their height. And I have it so they have drawers, a hamper, and a basket in there. And then there are also shelves for them to put folded clothes on. So if you do have kids that share a closet, if you don't have a space that's divided, perhaps you can use a different color hanger for each kid. Before I got their custom closet, I used the different color hangers. I'd use green for Gavin and blue for Ethan. So that way I would know Ethan wouldn't end up wearing his brother's shirt when he's a size eight and his brother is a size four. The things that I like to hang on hangers for kids are sweaters, 
dresses and long sleeve shirts. Now, folding is a big thing when it comes to kids' clothes because they are so small, you'll be able to really maximize your space if you fold things correctly. So I like to fold short sleeve shirts, pants, undergarments, and pajamas. And then I like to stack clothes in drawers. If you've ever walked into a retail store, you can see how organized retail stores are and the way they fold their clothes. I worked in retail when I was in high school and college, so I learned how to fold correctly back then. So the way I fold my shirts is how you would see it in a retail store folded, but then fold it over once more, so then you can stack it in the drawer. And if you have any questions about that, feel free to visit my YouTube channel and you can see a tutorial on folding. You can search Restore Order Professional Organizing on YouTube to view my tutorial. And then using drawer organizers or shelf dividers really help to separate clothes and give the closet an organized look. Another good thing to use for storing kids' clothes are storage bins. I love a good storage bin. It can be a cute decorative bin, something fun or a clear container so you and the kids can see what's in there. In these bins, I like to store out of season items, different clothing sizes. So if you have clothes that will be handed down to the next kid, it's helpful to store those clothes in bins. So different sizes, hats, bags, and shoes. Some useful tips for storing clothes would be using closet rod dividers to help break up the space and to know what's stored in which area. Moving drawers inside your closet is very helpful if your closet is big enough. Also, if you have a hamper or a laundry basket, that's helpful to store in the closet as well. So when your kids take off their clothes, they can just put them right in the basket. And then wall hooks. Wall hooks are great to hang hats, bags, and belts. You can really teach your kids how to become tidy with leading by example. So you can teach your kids how to sort dirty clothes. I know Ethan came to me a couple weeks ago and asked me if he could help me with the laundry. A lot of times our kids don't exactly do things how we want them to do it. However, if they have the desire to learn, you definitely want to make sure you are teaching them. Yeah, it slowed me down for him to help me with the laundry. However, he was eager to learn and he learned how to separate clothes. He learned how to put the detergent into the washing machine. He learned how to start the washing machine. He learned that you put a dryer sheet into the dryer before putting the clothes in there. And he learned how to start the dryer. Now, we still have to work on folding. We're not quite there yet but I have no doubt that we'll get there in due time. The next area I'm going to talk about are toys. Now, my kids have way more toys than I could ever imagine when I was a kid. They get so many toys from so many different people, and I feel like we're constantly purging our toys. So we purge about every year. A good thing for storing toys would be to have a toy sorter. The good thing about a toy sorter is that the bins aren't very big, so your kids will be able to see exactly what is in those bins. So you don't have to worry about having a toy box that's so deep that the kid has to pull every single item out of the toy box to get to what they're looking for, which is at the bottom. So having a toy sorter will definitely help with making it easier to clean up as well. 
you can sort different items into each bin. So you can put the balls in one bin, you can put the cars in the other bin. You can use a label or not, Like I said earlier, the bins are small enough for kids to see in. However, if you want it to be neater, go ahead and put a label on there. Perhaps you need a label to help yourself out. Maybe your kids empty out every single basket and you have no idea what went where. Labels will definitely help you to put everything back in its place. Something that I used to do when my kids were a little bit younger was keeping a bin in different rooms. Now, kids tend to let toys migrate throughout the house. So if you have a bin that is a catch-all and you see toys in your room, for example, you can go ahead and put all the toys in that bin and then give it to the kids to put away or put it away yourself. When it comes to finding a place to store toys, just make sure it makes sense. So keep outdoor toys in the garage or if you have an outdoor shed, that would be perfect. And then you can also store toys and bins if you want them to be handed down to the next child. Clean up toys. So typically, I like to make sure toys are cleaned up by the end of the night. You will drive yourself crazy if you try to pick up the toys every time your kid drops them. Let them be kids. Let them have fun. Let them play. And then at the end of the night, make sure to put all the toys away. Now, if your kids are too young, then go ahead and do that for them. If your kids are old enough, make sure to get them into the habit of putting all the toys away at the end of the night. Some useful tips when it comes to cleaning up toys would be make it a game. Perhaps you can set a timer and see if your kids can get everything cleaned up in one minute. And again, make sure to create a home for every toy. Every single item should have a place. If you need to purge toys, do a preliminary sort before you bring your kids into the process. So look for the broken toys, the toys you know they don't play with, Happy Meal toys, things that are just insignificant, and then put those aside. And then make sure to include your kids in the rest of the process. So the toys that you've put aside, let your kids know that these are toys that you decided should go and make sure your kid agrees with you. Sometimes it helps for kids to know that perhaps the toys are going to a better place and then they're more eager to get in on the process of finding toys to donate. Now I'm going to talk about organizing books. There really isn't a whole lot you can do with books, but there are some fun, creative ways to store them. You can create a book wall. Ikea sells a $3 spice rack that's wooden and you can spray paint it and you can use that to store your kids' books in. It's very beautiful and it'll be a beautiful display. Create a reading nook for your kids. So you can put a small little kid bookshelf there so they can easily access them. And you can simply put pillows on the floor, pillows and blankets so they can be cozy when they go to read a book. And make sure you're utilizing old bookshelves. The good old fashioned bookshelf is a tried and true method of organizing your books. And then when kids outgrow books, donate them to libraries, schools, childcare centers, or different camp programs. Artwork and pictures. How many of you parents out there have a bunch of your kids' artwork that's just stored away in a bin, in a drawer, or just taking up space on a counter? Do you have that? 
I have a little bit that's stored away. If you're worried about having too much artwork and not knowing what to get rid of, you can take a picture with your phone of the artwork. If it's something that can be scanned into the computer, go ahead and scan it in. And then you can create a picture book for the artwork. And then your kids can look back on it when they're older, but you're not taking up the space of having the physical artwork present. Now, if you're still not convinced to get rid of your child's artwork, how about adding the artwork to picture frames and finding a dedicated wall to display the artwork? And then you can change it out every quarter as if it's a real art gallery. So you remove the old to bring in something new. For the thousands of photos that we all have on our phone, make sure to dump those out and actually utilize them. We spend so much time taking pictures, but they're not being displayed anywhere. They're not being printed out. They're not being stored in a photo book. And then the only time we remember we have those pictures is when a Facebook alert pops up and says, this picture was posted five years ago. And then you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that picture. If that's your problem, make sure you utilize services like Shutterfly and create a yearly book for your family. And my final topic, we'll be talking about meal prep. So create a weekly menu, similar to a school lunch menu. Decide what you're gonna have each day that week. It could be tacos one night, spaghetti the next night. It doesn't need to be anything that's too difficult. And meal plan on the same day each week. So you can spend Sunday night planning what your menu will be for the week, but just make sure you do it consistently. Make sure to keep a grocery list when you are meal prepping. On this list, you want to include all the ingredients needed for the current week and then schedule a day to do all your grocery shopping. That will definitely cut down on time. Make sure you have your recipes organized. I love using Pinterest. I have used Pinterest from the beginning. I have a great following on Pinterest. Pinterest is my one true love. Anything you ever need to find, you can find it on Pinterest with a beautiful picture attached to it. So you can pin recipes to your Pinterest board. Or if you're not a user of Pinterest, but you do like finding recipes online, simply bookmark the recipe that you'd like to use and then store it on your computer in an actual folder labeled recipes. If you're still into using cookbooks, like my mom, (laughs) make sure you mark the page in the cookbook. If you're into having recipe cards, just make sure you have a box to keep all those recipes contained. And those are my tips on how to organize your kids. But you wanna make sure your kids don't get burned out. Remember, they are just kids. So when you are doing something like cleaning, Take frequent breaks. I don't recommend making a kid spend a bunch of time cleaning. I don't recommend making them do it more than 10 to 20 minutes, depending on their age. And then let them play and have fun. Turn everything possible into a game. Thank you so much for joining me today on Organize Me Radio. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms, Facebook, Pinterest and YouTube at Restore Order Professional Organizing, Twitter at Restore Order, and Instagram at Neems underscore Organizes. You're listening to Organize Me Radio. I'm Naima Ford Goldson. (laughs) 